Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about my quilting journey and life in a northern town. Show notes can be found at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Please leave a comment and we can continue the conversation online. My name is Vicki. Welcome to the podcast. Well, October is upon us. I cannot believe that September flew by so fast. We had a really nice stretch of good weather, but the good weather turned to super hot weather. And now we're back down to seasonally temperate weather. We have, you know, 60 degree weather in the daytime, frost in the evening, which will bring on the fall colors to hit their peak here soon. It got delayed with the heat wave. And really all is quite well. It's interesting this time of year as the seasons change how cyclical things are. Um, my New Year's plans have been made because September is my new year. It seems to have always corresponded with that new school year. And so we started a blog hop called Peace and Quilt Blog Hop or Peace and Quilt Hop Along is the hashtag on Instagram. And this will mark the halfway point in the blog hop. And I'm really excited about it because the next two weeks we'll be discussing um, more on free motion quilting. The quilt top is finished. I'm finalizing my design ideas. I'm going to wrap up what customer quilt that I have on the frame now and then start quilting grid work. I have not fully made a plan. I never have a finalized decision on a quilt until I load it and I start quilting. And then usually the first row, whatever happens, happens. And that means that's what we're doing with the quilt. I'm thinking about doing, um, it's like a, I think it's called Castles and Curls. Um, it's a pretty um, well-known free motion quilting motif. It's called Castles because there's like a squiggly line with a curl and then a squiggly line. It's like a tiny little switchback and a curl. I'm going to fill the larger part of grid work, I think, with that and then do a sharp stipple in the smaller square of grid work, which is the quilt from the book, Piece and Quilt with Free Cuts by Krista Watson that I am making from Modern Marks Mag Material. And all of the information about the blog hop and where where um, you can purchase the fabric and the book will be in my show notes. So that's um, coming right along. I worked really hard this week on getting things um, prepared for this post. And then, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of putting my podcast on YouTube. Now, People are like, well, why would you put an audio podcast on YouTube? Well, there are lots of reasons for it, but it reaches a different group of people who like to listen, and it will have a couple of photos that were featured in show notes, and I'm linking to the blog with the show notes. So it gives people a different avenue to find the podcast. But that's been a little bit of work, too. 
not not difficult, but I had to figure a few things out, and I'm almost caught up to present of having all of those podcasts listed. So today officially starts season two of the podcast, my second year, and um, expect a few little changes in the show notes and how um, I'll be writing them up with links. And I also finally got a free pattern written in honor of this one year. I wanted to have it done for the one year podcast anniversary, but I am a little bit late. It's done in time for the kickoff to the second year. So if you go to show notes, um, there will be a link. I'm at the top of the blog though currently um, you can find it there too where it says free patterns and tutorials so thank you all for listening for the last year and it is a free pattern called postcards no they're real postcards it's not just a, a quilt block it's how to make postcards that are tiny little pieced cards and you fuse them onto a Pellon fusible foam that's used. So all the directions are there. And I have the blessing of being able to buy a secondhand serger. So I like to serge the edges to give it a nice flat look. Now some tips that I um, want to talk about is when doing postcards, you really need to research your postmaster in your country, the rules. Um, four by six in the United States is a standard postcard size. Also, keep it flat. Don't get thick, squishy cards. You want them to be stiff. And I do not put any embellishment on the piecing. No buttons, no um, decorative stitching that's hand done with that can catch in a machine. Um, I keep it pieced. And I like doing improvisationally pieced ones too. Now what's super fun about the postcards, you can use little tiny chrome or string pieces. And I can use um, block elements that were done tiny little pieces or maybe quilt blocks that have some terrible mistakes in them that you want to cut down and use a portion of it. Um, it's all up to you. I had a couple tiny little flying geese. I had a tulip pink a city sampler block that I cut to the wrong size when I trimmed it down. You know, I had a, some improvisationally pieced ideas, but the best idea I had was putting some of my saved selvage edges for some of the little pieces on there. So there'll be pictures of the last round of blocks and I'll go through and a link to the first round of blocks of postcards that I did. And they're just so much fun. And it's an instant gratification pro project that is just really so much fun. It's piecing, it's quilting, it's done. I mean, you can spend as little as five or 10 minutes and have your little top pieced and fused. I usually save them all up at the end and then get my serger out and just serge all the ends in a couple, you know, a couple of minutes. So that has been super fun. And I am really catching up on quilt tops and trying to get them 
quilted for customers and myself. So I haven't been um, jumping into my winter idea of piecing. Um, I've been making a strategic plan for the couple projects that I want to do. And several of them are going to be mini type quilts. Um, I think I want to have a mini quilt collection on a wall for a graphic statement in my dining room. So that will start this winter. I have a few little mini pieces um, already and that will be a nice start to having a nice just different sized quilts in all different colors. It's going to be bright and an explosion of little quilts and I just think they look cool. There's something very appealing about miniatures for me. Little fairy gardens and magical miniature things, mushrooms and small things. Little tiny quilts. I like working with six inch blocks. So that kind of stuff is really, really in my wheelhouse. Trying to avoid making any queen size quilts. Because the problem is um, the, the blocks and getting the top done is really only half of the battle. My problem is getting enough backing fabric because it takes usually about 10 yards as well as the batting and uh, you know just and it takes a long time to quilt them. It really does. Especially if you want to do any custom or graffiti styled types of quilting on it. So that has been really just long arming trying to set up a daily grind of doing it and I say grind is because sometimes it's hard when you're on a big quilt and it's the same thing over and over or same elements and you're like halfway through and you want it to be done but it's not and you got a lot of ways to go so I adopt a strategy that is really one stitch one row at a time it is no different than the strategy that I make blocks by it's block by block one stitch one unit put the units together and then you make the block then you make your blocks you make your rows you make your rows you make the quilt I find that this works so much better for me than doing um tons of pre-cutting for blocks doesn't work in long arming I don't want to spend a lot of time like marking and messing around with prep work I usually jump right into it that's why I like doing free motion quilting um, now I will say this week I used the little handy quilter ruler that I excuse me at the um, AQS show in August it's about six inches it is the absolute perfect size for my hand and it makes ruler work go fast that big ruler i have will work for other projects and it has a little round end on it and that that's okay but what i wanted was a little ruler where i could manipulate it quickly to guide my machine through a bunch of straight lines i am really excited because i want to try a couple of new stitches on um upcoming customer quilts or samples for the local quilt shop. Um, my local quilt shop, I'm going to give a shout out, is to Delphine's Quilt Shop, which is literally four houses from my house. And I have to be very careful not to visit there too much or I would owe my entire paycheck to the local quilt shop. 
They have a fabulous array of different types of fabrics from batiks to modern to some other um, really amazing lines that have come out. And they have a nice collection of ombre fabrics, which I am fabulously in love with and use quite often as well as the other favorites of mine, which are solid and solid reading fabrics. One day, um, I will try to get to some of the groups that they have or sewing, sit and sew kinds of things. But unfortunately, all that happens now during the day. I guess I'll have to try to start my own group on a Saturday or a weeknight when um, us nine to fivers who work um, can't attend. But, you know, we'll work it all out. I'm hoping to get a class going, and an exciting news is that I have my arrows quilt for um, a sample because she has these Shibori 2 line by Moda in pre-cuts. And if you remember in August, my Moda bake shop post was accepted and published for arrows and on the middle of November the plan is, is that I will be able to do a demonstration of the pattern how to make the block show my quilt and talk all things quilting and free motion quilting and hopefully someone will come and they will want to see it <laughs> um our our town is full of lots of quilters, but it's also a tourist town and Saturdays can be busy. We'll, we'll see. Um, if one person comes, I'll be very excited, <laughs> but it will give me a chance to practice um, talking in public and demonstrating a simple block. So if you want to look at the block and go ahead and make an arrows quilt, a Moda Bake Shop, and there is... Um, a link on my website or blog and I will put that in the show notes too. I've really been working on um, keeping my body and mind relaxed because I've been doing a lot of long arming so I thought I would talk about as a person who spends a lot of time at a machine how do I do that and I'm not achieved expertise on this. It is a work in progress. Part of it is I need to approach sewing. I need to approach quilting with a calm demeanor. I need to clear my mind of a million things going through it and focus. If I don't, I make a lot of mistakes. So part of that is practicing being in the moment not letting my mind be cluttered with worries of the day or timetables or money problems. You know, who is having money problems? But, you know, bills that come due or letters I need to get out, blog posts I need to make, things that are going on at work or troubles in any family. You have problems that people have from time to time. And, you know, all that can cloud your mind into one big ball of energy that can really destroy what you're doing. I really like to approach quilting as a meditative relaxation process. If I walk into it feeling frustrated and upset because of what happened in the day, then it's not going to be this meditative relaxing process. And that's why I like 
to quilt. Um, actually, when I get at the long arm, I can get so zen, as what I've been told it is, and into the moment and watching the patterns develop, I can lose track. In fact, I will do sometimes a 10 or 15 minute, if I have that much time, sometimes only five minute, like a mini relaxation meditative process where I might even turn on um, white noise music. And I found a great website, which is a binaural beats uh, machine, a wave machine. And I will put that link. It, it has a app for my phone. And I'm going to see if I can find the actual name of it here so that you guys can look for it. But I like that kind of thing. And podcasts are pretty good because they're not super distracting. But if the person can be um, too chitty chatty or um, hyper, like some um, some people are listening to are very, they're upbeat and exciting, but not when I want to quilt. So it's a called My Noise um, app. And it is a generator and it has like some music overlays that you can put on and um set frequencies i have a tinnitus in my middle ear which goes with my middle ear problem which constantly makes noises and with the sound of the machines and other music it can get be too much stimulation so i will put something like that on three second inhale in i hold and then i exhale and I do this several times and I will check my body for tension. Now as a quilter and someone who does a lot of machine quilting, I have a tendency to have very rounded shoulders and carry all my stress and muscle problems in my neck and shoulders. And since I had surgery was in my throat area, um, my neck has been very problematic as well as playing violin for a long time. So I really do a lot of shoulder rolling, um, stretching my neck. And you may want to consult with a physical therapist or your doctor about some appropriate neck stretches. But I've had a few prescribed for me and I do them. Um, I also try to have really good posture, which I know I don't. And I have to really, really concentrate on that. Um, computer work, I'm sitting at a desk, also does the same thing. Now, as a healthcare person, I do know also that we cannot keep our bodies still for hours and hours. It is very unhealthy for us. We need to get out for the health of our heart and um, blood pumping, and we don't want it pooling. You don't want to get a blood clot. You can't stand for a really long time without moving. You need to stop what you're doing. Um, I have to, about once an hour, move around. Um, I will walk around my house, I purposefully put things across the room. I don't keep it as a um, workstation that is highly efficient so I don't have to get up. That would be terrible. I'm really working on burning calories and steps. So it's a twofold purpose for doing it. But I sincerely think that we need to take a break every hour, do more stretching, walk around, sit down. Um, sometimes my long arm is actually at the base, uh, the end of my bed. So sometimes I will lay down and do stretches on the bed. Don't fall asleep, but do things like, you know, stretching my back, lifting my knees to my chest while I'm laying down, 
doing some other um, stretching and breathing and then get up and walk around. Sometimes I'll even like come down because my, my, my long arms on the second floor, come downstairs, do laundry and then go back up. Same with my sitting at a sewing machine. Take a lot of breaks. And then when I find myself getting really tense or thinking that I got to hurry up, I got to get more done, I got to get, when that hamster on the wheel starts running of hurry, got to get it done, I'm not going to get anything accomplished, my goals are not going to be met today, my time is running out, I stop. I will stop what I'm doing and find something else to do. When those kinds of things start, then it becomes not fun anymore. It doesn't become creatively inspired anymore. I start becoming driven of production and time and getting things done. So then sometimes I'll just take a break, get a cup of tea, go find another creative project to do like knit for a while or and a lot of times I'm sewing in the morning or I'm quilting in the morning and I'll go, just go get ready for work and then come back to it. I really do much better. One row on the long arm and then I'm done. Come back to it because that's about an hour. By the time I get everything done, you know, a big quilt, a row can be an hour or a block, you know, but usually my tension span and my temperament is um, about an hour. And many times I can do one row, one block, one section of a block in less time, and then I will step away. Um, when I am pressed for time, I, I really do break things up into 15 and 30 minute increments. And I'm always prepped for the next day. I know when I'm done with the, this quilt, I'm going to do grid work. Grid work is already pressed and it's laid out. Backing has to get ready. So when I get close to the end of this quilt, I will do that. I have projects planned for sewing. Um, I'm working on the postcards right now. When I'm done with the postcards, I'm going to work on a half square triangle quilt. I have the fabric in a stack and I may, you know, as I walk through my fabric room, if the mouse that I saw in there is trapped and gone, I will spend more time dilly-dallying in there. Um, and I will just kind of poke through my solids and poke through my collection and I, I let it sit and what I call um, marinate for a while. I'm looking at my fabric pole and thinking about it and then I have the pattern already ready. It's It was something I saw online and it had a free pattern with it. So that's already done. And I already have a couple other projects planned. It's already in the works. My one row at a time when I'm doing handwork, I have it by my chair. I knit a row at a time or I will do a section of binding when I'm doing that kind of handwork. So overall, that's how I approach my work process. You really have to stay in the moment and practice mindfulness. Never forget these things to focus on while you're working. 
looking at the fabric, I mean, I really look at the color and work with things I absolutely love and appreciate how beautiful the color is, the fabric is. What does it feel like? What does the iron sound like in the steam? And just really get into the moment of quilting. My quilt sewing area is in and, and my long arming actually are both in some of the best rooms of the house for lighting, the color of the room, the beautiful um, sunlight streaming in, the fabric, the thread, the sounds of the machine, just the feeling of my breath going in and out and being totally at relaxed and almost at one with the process. And that's when my mind will go into what a lot of people call this flow state of thinking and creative ideas come. So try that to help you stay motivated, keep your body relaxed and not injured, and totally enjoying the process of quilting. I would like to ask everyone to sign up for my newsletter. Um, if you want to get a copy of the free patterns um, sent to you in your inbox, you know, I put them in my newsletter and it will be delivered right to you and you'll never miss one. So you can go um, to show notes and there will be a link to that. You can also help me out a lot by giving me a review for this podcast on iTunes or on YouTube. Um, and as always, um, I do long arm quilting for other people and you can certainly inquire about that. And I would like everyone to think about leaving a comment on the blog so we can continue the conversation online. Quilt on everyone.